Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. In this podcast series, a few of the fan club's esteemed and brave members take to the airwaves to discuss symbiote-related comics, movies, cartoons, games, and more. We also provide new updates on fresh media and merch, all, of course, about symbiotes all the time. Every so often, we will go deep into the canon mystery of symbiotes in comics. Have you ever wondered why symbiotes are weak against Fire and Sonics? Or how all the seemingly conflicting interpretations on symbiote culture or history all fit together? Who's actually the strongest spawn of the Venom symbiote? We'll get to that and more in due time. For now, let's get you up to speed. This episode is part two in our two-part podcast extravaganza. You can listen to the last episode to hear our discussions about Eddie Brock's return as Venom in Venom number 6 and Venom number 150. In today's episode, we're talking about the next story arc in Venom, The Land Before Crime, starting with issue number 151. Then we will discuss the new Edge of Venomverse events series coming in June, plus the recently, and I mean really recently, announced Venomverse event and Venomverse War Files tie-in. Also, stay tuned until the end of the episode for a super special announcement so you won't want to miss. We're joined again by John, Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron from the last episode along with myself, Orion. Now that that's all out of the way, let's get started with our discussions. Starting with next month's Venom number 151, we're getting a crazy story arc called The Land Before Crime, in which Venom battles with Stegron the Dinosaur Man and his army of dinosaurs in Manhattan. Stegron is an obscure, long-time Spider-Man foe who's like a dinosaur version of the Lizard, and who once teamed up with fellow dinosaur person Sauron of X-Men fame. And that's about all you really need to know about Stegron, right? What are your thoughts on this totally left-field pitch, and what do you hope to see after this story arc, John? Uh, Well, I have very mixed feelings about it. Uh, For one... It doesn't seem to match tonally with the rest of the series. Uh, The first six issues of this volume for Venom started with Lee Price dealing with gang crimes and real down-to-earth stuff, dealing with Black Cat and Tombstone. And now the first thing Eddie's going to do is fight dinosaurs. That sounds kind of, like you said, out of left field. Sounds kind of crazy. Doesn't really match the tone of the series so far. And so, while that sounds kind of goofy, I, for one, really enjoyed his goofy 90s adventures. So, if this is something along those lines, I could really enjoy it. But at the same time, there's not much of a serious storyline that you can do with dinosaurs. Or at least I'm having a hard time imagining a more serious storyline. You know, he's going to be teaming up with Moon Girl in the third issue, uh, it's just kind of odd for Venom for Eddie Brock's first outing as Venom. Yeah, especially when you look back on the history of Eddie Brock in the 90s. Uh, if our listeners don't already know this, Eddie Brock had a very insane history in the 90s. He had a bunch of different uh, miniseries, spinoffs, and tie-ins because he was Marvel's crack cocaine. He, he sold books 
and he went on some crazy adventures. Not all of them fantastic. There, some of them were like infamous, and you'd rather forget about them. But yeah, this definitely has that taste of oh, this tastes like the '90s again. What you? What does everyone else think? Uh, one thing I wanted to say was that, uh, like, you you bring up, he had a lot of crazy 90s adventures, but even, like, one of the more popular ones, uh, his first one, Lethal Protector, like, even that involved him, like, being king of the hobos, basically, underground, fighting robots, like, so it's it's sort of, like, harkens back to his roots, really. And, like, on the subject of Stegron himself, I'm totally down for it. No, maybe it's because I'm just a kid at heart, but I've always loved dinosaurs, Stegron's, uh, he's a guilty pleasure of mine. He's an awesome, like, he's a dinosaur man. Like, where can you go wrong with a dinosaur man? And I'm a sucker for dinosaurs, symbiote dinosaurs. So, and the one thing I'm not looking forward to is Moon Girl. I've never really cared about the character, and I feel like she's just going to save the day instead of Eddie Brock. So, Well, she is teaming up with him, so that's where I'm kind of hoping... That if, if Eddie shows that that he can team up with a little inhuman girl, that folks will think, oh, maybe he's not as 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 evil as everyone thinks he is. And hopefully, with Moon Girl teaming up, uh, like more folks will start to read the series. I hope. That's just how I feel about it. But now Stegron, I yeah, it, it's kind of w- weird and random. But at the same um, time, like this is also like where we switched up with Eddie being back instead of Lee. So, so yes, we've we switched tones, but we've also switched hosts. So hopefully, if we if we're switching up hosts, we can also switch up the tone, which is where I'm I'm thinking. So after this arc is Venomverse, so hopefully maybe <laughs> we'll start having more insane issues like. Like these stories, because I like I love the, the '90s series, as I said in the last podcast. Um, so maybe if if this goes insane and it has it's and it has more guest stars, like you know, like um, like we had Wolverine, Punisher, all these other people in the '90s. If we start having more of those, more folks will start to flock and start reading the 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 stories. And it's a it's a strange tonal shift though, like because with one fifty he just the last panel he kills a priest, right? Yeah, right? and so uh, you know I for one would prefer that the tone go more fun and goofy, and that's just me personally. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's going to be odd if, if they do go that route. Then it's going to be odd, uh, you know, jumping from dead priest to teaming up with little inhuman girl. You know, um, but I, yeah. But uh, I would also say, like at the same time, in the solicitations, it's saying how Eddie and the symbiote can't bond, and right. how how I think Alchemex is going to help them out. So that may be, you know, part of the whole thing, like with uh, with them like having issues with their their bonding, and how and then like how that can, you know, work with also you know having crazy dinosaur men. And, and human girls running around. So hopefully there there will be some like more dark tones beyond just, you know, dinosaur men and, and humans. Right. The, the overarching plot of, of the bonding kind of not working out and it seeping through his pores sounds, does sound very interesting to me. Just mm-hmm. see, see where they go with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, we all have our um, theories about that, like especially with them mentioning anti-venom in the, in the whole letters pages. So yeah, that and Carnage the- and Flash Thompson and 
and like everyone else. So who yeah. knows? So, right. There's a lot to speculate yeah. with. I, I think that is going to be the more interesting plot line. Like this is going to be just a fun romp with dinosaurs, but then there's going to be a whole side story of what's going on with Eddie's Bond. And, uh, right. and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and one, one thing I want to touch on an earliest point, uh, you said that like maybe this will get in some new readers, but I really don't know if that it will because Moon Girl has some of the lowest sales on like like she's got like right. her book sells like nine thousand like copy and you know it's it's her book's only alive because of the whole like uh, Scholastic book deal or whatever. So I, I really don't know how many readers this would bring in with Moon Girl. But at the same time, I don't think the the folks that read that would be reading Venom. So hopefully. <laughs> Like they see her and say, "Hey, like maybe I can read this. Like maybe this is something I can get into." I don't know. It, it just seems like a really different audience to me. Like it's yeah. a kid-friendly book, and you know, this um, not like exactly. it is. But it, I mean, hope. I mean, hopefully, it, it'll have more readers. But I mean, personally, for me, it's like I was honestly kind of expecting something more. But I can kind of understand why they're trying to put Moon Girl and Venom because I guess they just want her to have more exposure but again i'm not familiar with stegron and I'm, I'm not really familiar with moon girl and for me i was kind of expecting just like having a different story where you know eddie gets a more proper characterization and more you know gets a more better progression but you know i mean i'm still gonna read the issue i just like i was just kind of expecting more you know it's just a little bit of a eh type of feeling that i have right now so Right. If if the first six issues did anything right, I feel like the setting was was done well in the first six issues of this volume, right. like with the gang wars, with Tombstone and Black Cat having a gang war. That's really interesting. It the biggest problem was that we just had an insanely boring character in the middle of it. But if you threw Eddie Brock in the middle of that, that would have been fantastic. But we're like ripping him away from it now, which is kind of odd. All right, I think that's a good place to uh, put a pin in the conversation about Venom number 151 and onwards with Land Before Crime. So, also starring, uh, starting next month is a brand new limited event series titled Edge of Venomverse, which will offer five what-if-style stories starring a mishmash of Marvel characters with the Venom symbiote. The first issue in June features a story about a venomized X-23, who's uh, Wolverine's female clone who started in Logan earlier this year, played by Daphne Keene. Then in July, we get issue two starring a venomized Gwenpool, aka Gwenampool, a popular hybridiz- uh, hybridization of Deadpool and Spider-Man love interest uh, Gwen Stacy. And then in uh, then we'll also get issue three in July, starring a venomized Ghost Rider, aptly named Host Rider, featuring Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider. Uh, I'm sorry, that's Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, finally, in August, uh, we'll be getting issue four, starring a venomized Old Man Logan and the Venomsaurus Rex from the original Old Man Logan story. And then issue five, the last issue, starring none other than Venompool, the combination of Venom and Deadpool. Edge of Venomverse will then lead into a subsequent Venomverse event series, similar to the dimension-crossing madness of the earlier Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse series, which featured an Edge of Spider-Verse limited series that introduced a new alternate universe Spider-Man character 
like Spider-Gwen. Uh, that's a lot of Venom Madness to process. Let's f first discuss what we each hope to see in Edge of Venomverse. Carlos, why don't you start this discussion? Well, I'm actually quite excited for this event. Um, you know, ever since like we knew months ago, uh, Marvel's been bringing out these Venomized variants. Uh, so far, I own like pretty half of them, and you know. Ever since when we got um, Edge of Spider-Verse and the main Spider-Verse storyline, I kind of had this feeling in my head that eventually Venom might get the same treatment. And about a year later, you know, it comes true. And pretty much I'm kind of really looking forward to it. And, you know, we saw all the previews and I'm actually quite excited for it. And, you know, there's just a lot to di digest from this. And I'm just pretty stoked for it. So, you know. But my main thing is... The first five issues, these people they chose. You have two Wolverines, two Deadpools, and a new Ghost Rider. That's not exactly who I wanted to see at the start of this event. Like, I wanted more, like, I don't know, Venom Hulk, Venom, uh, I don't know, uh, Venom... Uh, well, I'd, I'd say like that... somebody you else know, besides just two Wolverines, two Deadpools, you know? I, I wanted something new. Yeah, well, you know, considering Venom's history with Ghost Rider, uh, back in the 90s he used to team up and fight Ghost Rider and the Ghost Rider spinoff character Vengeance. So I think it might be a bit fitting to see a, uh, a version of Ghost Rider getting a Venom symbiote, you know? Right, historical. yeah. But yeah, I agree... Um, We've seen Venom Pool a few times before. So many times that yeah. it's just it's it's ruined his origin in quotes. Yes, uh, that's you know I love I love Colin Bunn's work. Like oh, yeah. uh, I'll stand up love for him. the guy, but I do not like how Marvel has uh, forced. Is, hey, yeah. They're they're forcing Deadpool into Venom's origin as being the first human host. I'm like ugh. You know, dead. Yeah, boy. not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, okay. I, I can't stand that that change at all. <laughs> yeah, but um, like like I said, props to to Colin Bun, but that's just one thing. I'm like, I can't stand by that. Uh, Redcons are bad. <laughs> uh, and you know, with the with the popularity of Gwenpool recently, I'm not surprised that we are getting that. But I'm also surprised that we're not seeing a Gwenum. You know, we'll get. Yeah. There's a little something we'll get to later in the podcast about Gwenum, but I'm just surprised that we're not seeing a Gwenum in Edge of Venomverse. And so far, we haven't seen anything about a Gwenum in just Venomverse proper. Uh, one one thing. So when when the announcements came, because I'm comparing this a lot to the Edge of Spider-Verse, since it is oh, yeah. basically based off that. And so if we look at the stories there. We had a. It was no, no Spider-Man Noir, which was like a fan favorite original, or like returning character who had gotten his own series, and so that was great. And then you had four brand new characters. So and where this and then the Edge of Venomverse is sort of, is sort of the same except with Old Man Logan. It's like the T-Rex one, but it's going on him instead. So it, it's sort of similar, but it's just the fact that like we don't know how important these guys will be to the main event. Because, you know, if you look at the Spider-Verse one, yes, Spider-Gwen was important just because she suddenly became incredibly popular because of her costume. But then you had, like, two of them from the Edge of Spider-Verse, they died in that comic, in the Edge of Spider-Verse comic, and they weren't even in the main event. So we really don't know how important these guys will be. 
to the Venomverse. Like, I, I really hope, like, Ven- uh, De- like Deadpool Venom doesn't become too important. I've, I, I read the What If uh, Venom pool, and I, I didn't love it. It was just really weird with the Jerry Curl carnage. It was, so, I, I don't know how much... De- like, I love Deadpool. I really do. But I, I don't want him to be overexposed. And, like, I, I thought Gwenpool... Like, oh, like when the when they announced who was like... It's like, X-23 Venom. Okay, cool. I can get down with that. Gwenpool, well, wouldn't be my first choice. But whatever. I'm interested to see what sort of shenanigans they get into it. Host Rider, great choice. I, I mean, it's sort of like the, you know, the Hulk Ghost Rider from the Circle of Four arc. Except just R- Robbie Reyes. And I like that character, too. And then it was Old Man Logan. It's like... D- do we do we need another Wolverine? Like, uh, yeah. like I would have rather just read like a story about just a T Rex, oh, yeah. like like the origin, how Venom ended up on a T Rex in that universe. That would have been awesome. It would have been great to and see, then, you um, know, uh, how would they team up with Venomsaurus Rex in Venomverse? Hmm. Yeah. And, and, oh, and yeah. then you have the Deadpool Venom. And it was just like, do we need this again? Like, we always need more Deadpool to sell those issues, sell those <laughs> comics. And and the thing is too, even in. Uh, Spider Verse. I don't think not every, not all of the main cast or the whole entire roster made an appearance. So they're gonna mm-hmm. probably pick certain ones for the main event for the normal Venomverse that's gonna happen in the summer. But you know, personally, I I hope that of everyone that we like gets to have a chance to be in the series. But you know, it's it's Marvel after all. They they're the ones who are calling the shots right now. So yeah, um, we said uh, one more thing about the. Old Man Logan storyline, that's written by Ryan Key, who was in the band Yellow Card, so he's writing that, which is very interesting to to say the least, but it seems the most interesting to me because it said, uh, we need Old Man Logan to encounter the Venom T-Rex from the original story and end up with the symbiote suit somehow. So that seems kind of interesting to me. It's the, it's the OG Old Man Logan setting, just with Logan with, with the symbiote, which which seems interesting to me at least. Yeah, it, actually, thank you for bringing that up. Is because when that news came out that this yellow card singer would be writing this issue and how he's never written a comic book before, uh, when when that news came out and I was you know on Reddit or whatever reading comments about it. All I kept seeing was, you know, oh man, you're gonna bring in some someone who has never written a comic to write this huge comic, Old Man Logan, Venom, and all that. I'm like, yes, yes, um, but let's also remember Gerard Way, of uh, of you 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 know Gerard Way of uh, My Chemical Romance fame, right? That's where it's from. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, (laughs) if you remember him, he also is a comic book writer. He he was famous for uh his Umbrella Academy series and he's currently writing uh oh, okay. he's currently writing I've I want to say it's Doom Mother Patrol, Panic. Or yeah, Doom Doom Patrol. Yeah, he's a part of uh DC's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, we have this guy who's from the music industry writing comics. You know, don't be like I'm just saying don't jump to conclusions just yet because we have Gerard Way, who's a great example of. Oh, look, he became good. He became big with comics, and he was just a musician. Why can't the yellow card guy become good with comics? Both yeah, I, I comics. Mean, you know, and, and, and Gerard, Gerard, it's funny too because Gerard Way's debut in a Marvel was with Edge of Venomverse, with a story I really liked with Penny Parker and the SPDR. Edge like, of the Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Spider. Yeah. 
<laughs> Spider-Verse, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a really good story. And so now we have another, like, ba- a guy in a band who's doing Edge of Venomverse instead. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah. I envy yeah. them. At least they can write for Marvel, right? Yeah, like, you know, even, even though it's the whole, oh, they have clout, you know, it it doesn't matter if they have clout. If they're if Marvel's willing to let them have a go at it, I'd say let them have a go at it, you know? They have some talent, uh, so let's see what that translates You can't fail into. if you have Wolverine and Venom at, in the same story, so it yeah. can't fail either the, way, right? The, so. it, the 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 sweethearts of the '90s, Wolverine and Venom. Yeah, bonded again. Love it. Mm. Any other? Uh, do we have anything else to say about Edge of Venomverse before we move on? The one thing I was mad about uh, was they had a teaser for it that looked amazing. It had Ultimate Venom, Venom the Madness, Host Rider, Deadpool, Iron Man, She Venom, and Eddie standing in the middle triumphantly. Don't they, poison. Yeah, and, and Poison, right? They released this as a poster, right? All of the websites that had this had that teaser as the poster. But when I actually got the poster, it was for the first issue with the all-new Wolverine. So that kind of made me mad. But hopefully in Venomverse, if they release something else that like we're about to talk about, that I'll make up for it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I... I thought it was going to be uh, for the issue one, but I guess that's not the case now. So No, I think what it is is it's um, – I, I saw it earlier today. I was browsing like variants. Teaser it's going to be a vi- – is a variant. It's a yeah. variant is what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All the good stuffs are variants apparently. Yep. That's how they get you. That's the consistent yeah. thing about Venom recently is they get you to buy di- uh, the physical copies with variants because the variants are fantastic and there's many of them. Yeah, and I still fall for it every time. <laughs> every time I fall for it. <laughs> All right, so I think that's a good place to put a pin in that conversation. Uh, so like I said, Edge of Venomverse will lead into September's main Venomverse event, which will see our main man, Eddie Brock, come face-to-face with a bunch of alternate universe Venoms and a brand new race of symbiote predators called the Poisons. Venomverse will be illustrated by and I hope I'm getting this name pronunciation right, Iban Coelho, who credits include Batman Beyond the Universe and Deadpool and the Mercs for Money. And it will be written by Colin Bunn, the creator who closed out uh, the first Agent Venom series and introduced our fan favorite character, Andy Benton, a.k.a. Mania. We don't have details yet on who else will be involved with the main book, um, like, you know, letterers or, or colorists or, or whoever, but we have gotten a sneak peek at both the artwork, some of the artwork that will be in the book, plus interlocking Venomverse covers illustrated by none other than legendary symbiote artist Clayton Crane. And if you haven't seen this image yet, we'll put it up, you'll... It, it's to die for, and we'll name off everybody. We'll have Aaron name off every single symbiote that's on that cover, because he made a great, uh, made a great infographic for that. It's pretty good. But also in September, a tie-in Venomverse War Stories anthology issue will be published, featuring a Venomized Punisher story, written and drawn by Declan Chalvey 
who illustrated several of the Minimum Carnage stories and worked with Cullen to create the memorable Venom Toxin with a Vengeance storyline. This is a metric ton of awesomeness to unpack, wouldn't you say, Tyler? Oh, man. I mean, where to start? I, I think we got to start with that poster. I mean, holy <laughs> cow. Like, just Clayton Crane's mm. already one of my favorite artists in general. He's a symbiote just, legend. He's a symbiote legend, honestly. Absolutely, absolutely. And just, it's beautiful. And and not only is it, like, the main villains, but you, and it's, it's so cool to see, like, mania there, poison, and... You know, we'll go into that later, but it's, it's like fan favorite Venom. This is awesome. So, just man, I can't stop looking at that poster. Like, my only complaint is that, like, you know, got Lee Price instead, of, like MJ and Lee Price instead of you know, black suit Peter Parker. But you know, what can you do? Yeah, so, but definitely. It's just beautiful. Like, there, there's no not enough words. Just oh my goodness, it's so good looking. So let's let's have Aaron name off everyone who's in this poster for the viewers who don't know who's who. Uh, go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Superior Venom, uh, Wolverine Venom, Poison Mania, Zombie Venom, Venomized Rocket Raccoon Venom, Space Knight, Earth X Venom, Venom Source Rex, Venom in a leather jacket, Ultimate Venom. 616 Venom, Mayhem, Venom the Madness, Venom 2099, Venomized Punisher, Lee Price Venom, Venomized Spinneret, a.k.a. Uh, Mary Jane Parker from the Renew Your Vow series, the new Mangaverse Venom, Venom Fortunato, Matt Gargan Venom, Agent Venom, Ultimate Venom number 2, Conrad Marcus, She Venom, Pork Grind, and... And the new host rider. I could not sing that. I'm sorry, I failed. <laughs> we we wanted to try to do a poke rap with that, but there's no way I could sing that. There's too many. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but I thank mean... you for that. I mean, uh, there's so many great versions of Venom out there, and yeah, you know, we don't get a great symbiote Spider-Man, but we do get Poison, who is technically symbiote Spider-Man, if you know. <laughs> If you know him and from Superior Venom too, yeah, it was from the I mean, uh, Spider-Man: The Other uh, What If comic. Yep. So I mean, when that image released, I just had to like put that up on my Facebook banner. Like I just like, oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the best thing I've ever seen from from his work, and this is the one thing I want released as a banner. Okay, Spider-Verse had had this awesome thing, or the same, you know, thing. It's a similar it had thing. Others, yeah. yeah. Like it had all these spiders, and I just th- and that was released as a banner. So I want this desperately as a banner. I'm going to hang it up everywhere. You know, yeah, it looks great. It's it's going to be coming out as a uh, each one will be a variant cover to the main comic, but which is ugh. Uh, but ho- you know, hopefully oh. it'll be much cheaper. More, it'll be cheaper than uh, you know Venom number one fifties uh, main Clayton Crane variant, which went for. Over five hundred dollars because of how rare his it is. variants are always oh, expensive, dear. but it's it it is worth it though. He makes great art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start with Carnage, and now we're here. Yeah, he started off in that Carnage series. Well, Venom Actually, versus Carnage, I yeah. should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's surprising it, it, yeah. you look back at Venom versus Carnage, and you can say, uh, you know, yeah. His it, art style has just changed so much with like Carnage and Venom. You know, just yeah. It was between it's changed so Venom much. versus Carnage. Um, he first started out with Venom versus Carnage. And then for a while we didn't see him, and then he returned with the first Carnage series, um, Family Feud, 
Right. And yeah. When he came back with that, I was like, "Wow, what a difference! It's so much better, and it's just been getting better ever since." Yeah, I mean, he also did that uh, sensational Spider-Man cover and some of the art for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was awesome as well. Let's so. see. He's also done Carnage USA. Oh. Uh, yep. Uh, what else has he done? Uh, he did the Minimum Carnage covers. Minimum Carnage, he he did those. That's right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, 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 so we really have nothing but good things to say about Clayton Gray. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's great. And I like the just way make your stuff the spider though. symbol. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, so there was one thing is uh, found this out today um, that uh, uh, probably a week or so ago. Um, it was reported on a bunch of different comic news sites that, like Bleeding Cool that there was a uh, so a few preview pages put out oh, yeah. that people Ooh, were saying yeah. for uh, for Edge of Venverse number one, and the preview pages, um, even though you know they are for Venomverse, it's actually for Venomverse number one is because the art is by uh, Iban Coelho, who is doing the art for Venomverse, and so uh, just wanted to point that out that that's. That art is not for Edge of Venomverse number one. We haven't yet seen... Well, maybe we have seen some art already for Edge of Venomverse number one. I saw some a few days ago. We all did. Off his Instagram, yeah. Wouldn't that be yeah. for X-23's story, right? Isn't yeah. that for... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we saw that, but the the first one that came out uh, that features uh, Jack-O-Lantern versus Eddie Brock's Venom, that was by... That's the, yeah, that's the best thing I've seen in a long time. Like just Venom, like the new reformed Eddie Brock Venom fighting the old, the old him, the the old Flash's big foe, Jack Lantern. Yeah, he, he's fighting Flash's arch yep. nemesis, you know, and he's saying, "Hey, I'm not Flash," and he throws the guy off, you know, ladders, and he lands on him. Like that—that's the best thing I've seen in a while. Just, just Eddie just being vicious against you know other bad guys, not showing any mercy like Flash would. That's great. Yeah, no, because I was about to say because when I saw the preview, there's going to be a joke there where Jackson start taunting him and like, "Hey, Flash, is that you?" And like, and then Eddie's be like, "Guess again, it's not, it's not Flash." Yes, again, he just throws him off. <laughs> he like Gwen Stacy's her. <laughs> Gwen stays him like off the you know the the safety ladder. Yeah. Quick question: Is the artist the same guy who did the did some art for Venom like four or five? I believe so. I uh, saw a preview on his Instagram, and I believe he's the same artist. I, if he's the same artist, I'm thinking of. I I mean, just judging by this alone as well. But I love his art. Oh I think, yeah. I think he's the best artist who's worked on all seven. Out of all seven of uh, the first issues, I think he's my favorite artist out of all of them. So if he's doing all the art for Venomverse, count me in, man. Yeah, I, he I, draws. I visited. He draws Eddie Brock like super cool, and he draws Venom like appropriately vicious. Yeah, know? and I visited his uh, his Tumblr account where he posts a bunch of art, and I've looked at his work, and I'm also familiar with his work from uh, Batman Beyond Universe because uh, Batman Beyond is one of my other favorite characters. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I really love his work because uh, if you look at it, he just has this this style. It just it's constant movement. It's it's just fluid motion, and it, it's very expressive. So 
Yeah, this is going to be great to see him working on Venom like this. And yeah, we I th- maybe we have seen him as like a backup artist for previous uh, Venom issues. Like, I want to say maybe Venom Four, Venom Five, one of those. Right, man. I and just going back to the whole Jack Lantern thing. I want I want Eddie Brock to interact with like every single one of Flash's villains <laughs> and just murder and just murder all of them. Yeah, just say, right, hey, like, hey, guys, I'm not Flash. I am here to kill you guys. Like you made me be toxin, and I'm gonna have my revenge. Hey, you know, right, just just for kicks, let's go. Uh, let's go knock on Mephisto's door. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I no, want I, that marriage I, back too. While I'm at it, <laughs> no, I, I I really hope the symbiote mentions like really not liking Jack O' Lantern though. Like, oh, this yeah. guy. Let's let's do something with this guy. Like, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So, <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's great stuff, and it, and it's something that I I've been hoping for since the transition. You know, this kind of this kind of stuff is just clever and fun for people who have been following the character for years. Who else but Bun? Right? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah, man. But to dig a bit deeper into the actual meat of the event, so it's a so I was a guy who really loved the concept of Spider Verse. I've always loved the whole alternate realities and like you know I have action figures of a ton of the different alternate Spider Man, and so a big event with all them teaming up like fight a foe was I thought was really cool. I I wasn't a huge fan of the of the actual main story because some of the things that happened in it were it was okay yeah but, inheritors you know space yeah, vampires i, I, I love yeah. Moreland. I, I do love Moreland, but you know i i thought his family of vampires yeah, kind, of kind of uh, but yeah but so I, I still love the concept and all the tie-ins to it were great so like you have edge of spider-verse was overall really fun and you know the anthologies and and so i so obviously if it's going to be the same thing but with venoms and then not having inheritors, that's already a great start. So it's like, it's already like pandering directly to me. And so I really couldn't be happier with this. This is just so awesome. And, and then we have the, the new villains of the poisons. Yeah. I, I get the feeling to bring that up too. I I get the feeling (laughs) that the poisons are going to be our inheritors just from the concepts of them. You know, they're, they're especially after symbiotes, not just symbiotes, venom. So, they are symbiotes of symbiotes. Apparently, they bond with venoms and they just overtake the whole bond. I think that's like a super cool concept. I don't like, know about I, you guys, like, but I think that's like, like I'm just, fun and clever. It's kind of venoming the venoms, right? Uh, they're kind of getting a taste of their own medicine for the most part, and like you could, this could lead into potential ongoing villains for Venom later on. Like, as much as I hate Lee Price. Uh, you know, if he gets a Venom symbiote and then he gets overtaken by, like, a poison and he becomes Eddie Brock's new, you know, villain to fight, like, I, I'd say that's, like, the best use of him, right? Uh, like, I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. No, it's definitely it's definitely a cool take on, like, you know, the whole Alien Origins because other than, like, the Bendis' story, we haven't really touched on the Alien Origins. They had the Xenophage, which was, like, we saw, like, once and then never saw again, which was, like, a Predator of Symbiotes. So I do like going back to its alien roots and saying, like, what if there's other predators, things that dislike symbiotes? Or... So I do think it's a cool take on something, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to see the xenophage returning. So it's not like, oh, this is a one-off thing. You know, one day I'd like to see the xenophage return along with these poisons. I just want to see more, you know, everyone laments, uh, everyone doesn't like the whole Clintar uh 
culture and idea and everything, but I'm like, I want to see more of that. I want to see, like, what makes these symbiotes tick, what makes them afraid, you know? Right. Yeah, poison. Yeah, because I'm, like, wondering about their backstory. Like, are they, like, possibly an ancient uh, nemesis to the symbiotes in some way? Like, why are they after them, and why do they want to get rid of Venom and Eddie, you know, and the other Venomized characters? Like, that's one thing I'm kind of, like, interested in knowing more, because now it's got me more intrigued to find out, so. Yeah, why right. Venom in particular? Yes, why this Venom? And this story is going to find out why... Eddie is the best Venom, as as they said. Yeah, Colin Bunn came out and said, you know... This is uh, going to explain why Eddie Brock is the best Venom in all the universe, better than Flesh and <coughs> other people. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, Colin Bunn had said, you know, he loves Flash and everything, but he never thought that Flash was the best Venom. <laughs> yeah, Eddie is the best, and this is going to tell us why. This is going to explain why. Flash, Flash is the best Agent Venom, and then Eddie's the best Venom. Well, that's just semantics now. Come on, they're all gonna... <laughs> oh, now, I can, now, I can per, go now on. personally for me, personally for me for Venomverse, like I really hope we get more Mania because, like, I hope this is where she actually gets more time to shine with you know with the other Venomized characters. So I yeah. hope she you know does something. So, but she is on her. the banner. But at the same time, with the one with Spider Verse, not a whole lot of those guys are in the book. So I'm kind of doubting that like we're going to see anyone else from the 616 besides OG Eddie Brock Venom. Well, hey, hey, to be fair, Dan Slott wrote the his original character uh Spider UK. Oh, yeah, he, all right. He was heavily involved in Spider-Verse. So maybe Cullen Bunn will take his original character Mania and heavily involve her and he'll give her a spin-off something. And Silk you know? too. Yeah, I mean, Please. yeah, Silk was also in Spider-Verse and she, Please. you know, spun out of that. So. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'm really hoping Bun uses Mania to the, her full potential because right, yeah. it'd be really awesome to see Mania like just advertise like that. Right, this is kind of the perfect opportunity. Just like you guys said, Spider Gwen and, and Silk both came out of out of this with their heads up and like got their own series and stuff. This is the perfect opportunity to introduce a lot of people to Mania. And maybe Flash Thompson if they give him a suit again. This is a lot. Of, this is a really good opportunity. If? To, to show these characters off and then maybe give them their own uh, comics because Marvel's venomizing everything. It wouldn't hurt to have multiple symbiote comics at this point. Yeah. I mean, at some point we're going to get another Carnage comic. Come on. At some point. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and, you know, speaking speaking of that, like, that's my greatest hope for this comic. You know, they've mentioned that Deadpool is going to be one of the main characters, and he's going to be making jokes the whole time, right? He's going to be the lighthearted, uh, you know, Venom out of the ragtag team of yeah. Venoms, you know. And, you know, that's... I'm not super excited about that, but I really hope that they really choose good Venoms. Like, it, it would be a waste not to put... Flash and or Mania on the ragtag team and Shivenum, please. I want to see some Shivenum. Yes, and yeah, we need, bring back. We need I want to see back. Eddie and Anne reunited. Uh, what what if they have from like the Spider Verse scene when when main Spider Man meets Spider Gwen? Like we couldn't save each other. Oh, that, oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, if they yeah. had that touchy feeling moments, please. And, and some, make something cry, that we, make me cry. Yeah, something that'd be really cool to have would be like uh, because you know uh, it had uh, Spider Verse had a bunch of spinoffs, and then but one of the spinoffs was the start of the Spider Woman series, and that started out with like all the Spider Girls like teaming up. So 
I think it'd be really cool to have like something similar with Venom, where you have She Venom, Mary Jane Spinnerette, Mayhem, Mayday from Earth X, and Mania all teaming up in like a little story. Uh, I think that'd be yeah, awesome. That'd be great. Have but all... I just don't see it happening, guys. I think we're getting a too too much ahead of ourselves. But yeah. it, this is all. It would be nice. Hopes and yeah. Dreams. Hopes and hopes dreams. and dreams. Hopes and dreams. But uh, how about this? Let's each of us say who like. We know who we're going to see already in this Edge of Venomverse and Venomverse series. We've seen the art and everything. Let's say who we hope to see in the background somewhere. One of our favorite versions of Venom or whatever. Alright, well, uh, I really want to see Ultimate Venom Eddie Brock Jr. He's on the front of the banner right by 616 Eddie. And I am still wondering what happened to him in the Ultimate Universe. I want to know what happened. It's killing me. Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, personally, it's just been hanging there for almost 10 years now. I want to no, know I, what happened to it. I'm just joking around just because I don't really care about the alternate oh, yeah. universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, I love all my alternate universe eddies. And that, that, that mystery of what happened after, you know, he got sucked up just hasn't been answered at all. So, I, I just want to know that personally. How about you, John? Uh, okay, can you reiterate the question? Like, are you saying what character do we want, like, in the ragtag team or just in the background? It, it could be in the ragtag team, it could be in the background, but just, like, someone who we haven't seen yet that you want to see. Well, I mean, on the ragtag team, it's obviously Age of Venom, but if we're talking about, like, in the background, like, just kind of doing stuff, I'm honestly really curious to see Spinnerette Venom and seeing what she can do. Yes. Uh, I just mm-hmm. reread the Renew Your Vows ongoing, and I'm really, really, really That's enjoying so it. And uh, so, I, you know, Mary Jane's like sassy. She can bring a whole another level of sass uh, to, to the Venomverse uh, comic. And I don't know. So, yeah, probably her. And how about you, Tyler? Oh, man, just... I mean, the poster itself really has a lot of the bases covered. You got Poison, Earth-X, Mayhem... You know, Agent Venom and Mania, obviously. But, like I said, I would like to see, you know, uh, Peter Parker, you know, symbiote Spider-Man. Like, uh, one where they maybe made peace with each other. Like, that'd be really cool to see. Like, just sort of in the background, like, oh, yeah, what do you mean? Why would I get rid of the symbiote? Like, yeah. uh, it, did, it didn't make me evil or anything. So, uh, but, but another one I would like to see... Uh, I mean, this is just my pipe dream of just the one... Speaking of, you know, Stegron and stuff, you know, from the Spider Island Secret Wars series, uh, where Stegron was involved in Flash Thompson sacrificed his life, and, you know, maybe the symbiote didn't die, and maybe it could, you know, end up... Maybe that's how Agent Venom appears in this series, where it bonds with 616 Flash Thompson because it lost its Flash Thompson. And so, you know, I, I think that'd be really cool to see. Oh, um, that would be... That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And how about you, Carlos? Who would you like to see? Uh, well, I'm looking at the poster right now. I actually want to see Zombie Venom. Hopefully he gets a little bit of uh, page time. But obviously my main two would have to be Mania and She-Venom. Uh, but who I don't want to see at all is Fortunato. What the hell is he doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm surprised you're not saying Lee Price. We don't want to see freaking Lee Price, you know? I want to see Lee Price. And he's right in front by Mary Jane. What's going on? Are they a thing now? I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) I want want Lee Price to show up just to be the first victim of the poison. Well, the (laughs) death by Eddie or somebody. 
that that's what For- Fortunato's role's got to be, right? He's got to be the cannon fucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll save you guys. You go on, make more fanfictions <laughs> about me. <laughs> I was just transitional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm surprised no one has mentioned it, so I'm going to say the Venom I want to see is Hydra Venom. Oh, You yeah, remember yeah. him? Good yeah. answer. Yeah, from the uh, Hail Hydra little mini Secret Wars mini, from yeah. Secret Wars, yeah. I love that concept mainly because of his vipers, his female symbiote counterparts, his, his minions, because I got a total Charlie's Angels vibe from that. Yeah, That's Eddie's Angels going off and yeah. like murdered all of the Avengers in that series. It was great seeing yeah, Eddie want, just maul through the Avengers. I would just love just maybe even a one-shot, you know? Like, maybe that can be a part of the War Stories anthology is we get a an Eddie's Angels with Hydra Venom. That'd be, like, hilarious and fantastic at the same time. I'd love to see that. But also, you know, you guys pick from the poster, so I'm going to pick from the poster too, and I want to see Poison. Peter Parker rebonding with the symbiote. I'd love to see that because, you know, maybe he can tag along with his uh, dead Gwen Stacy Carnage girlfriend from the Oh, that would be nice to see. We've never seen that. Yeah. That's something I forgot to mention. Yeah. I I, I really like Poison. I'm a sucker for the other even, like, I'm not usually a big fan of, like, like magic involving Spider-Man, but I really like the other guy. I love that what if. Yeah, that what if is one of my favorites as well. So, so both Hydra Venom and Poison, that's who I want to see more of in, in this. All right. I well, I, I wouldn't hate to see Superior Venom either, just because that would add yeah. like the, the yeah. douche intellect to the team. Yeah. yeah. I should Otto be. could suck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, uh, I love Superior I get, Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I liked Superior Venom. You know what he tried to do? Like He was like the proto-Lee prize. He's like, oh, I'm going to dominate you with my mind. You know? Oh yeah. Well, I None think that whole that whole arc was kind of lame. But I mean, this is like a what if superior Venom. Like, yeah. What if he did bond for it permanently and stuff like that? I think it could be interesting at least, just because I really do like the Superior Spider-Man storyline. Yeah. All and right. uh, honorable mention for another Venom I like to see the one from the MC2 universe, where you oh. know either like one of the Osborns or Spider Venom where it bo- rebonds to Peter again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spider Venom, yeah. Spider Venom. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be, be, so uh, I'd war say stories spider- or war files. Oh yeah, war files. Uh, um yeah. yeah, so War Files is an anthology book, which means it's going to have multiple artists and multiple stories. But one of the confirmed artists and stories will be Declan Shalvey with the Venom Mania's Punisher. Creator. Yeah. So what does everybody think about Declan Shalvey and Venom Punisher? That would be great. I just want some more stories. <laughs> I want some yeah, more just, stories. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Just, like, inject more symbiotes just into my bloodstream, please. Just like... Uh, <laughs> just directly. I see it in there. And just Punisher, I think, is already a great fit for Venom. You know, he already had the sort of lethal protector thing going on. Yeah, like, folks love that story, too. Yeah. For sure. I just had like figures and you know cards and like he's yeah that's a that's a very famous story. Venom with guns before Agent Venom. Yeah. <laughs> and Declan Shalvey is one of my top uh, symbiote artists as well. I I was blown away blown away by his work with Venom and Minimum Carnage. You know that that toxin storyline. It's his design of Eddie Brock's toxin is still my favorite of all. 
I love that back spaghetti. I, I can't get enough of it. No, I mean, he's just a great artist in general. I mean, I loved his work on the Ellis Moon Knight oh, issues. Yeah. That was oh, friggin' yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, just like, like, like I, I love some of the things he did, even like creative things with the comic, where like he would blend in Moon Knight's cape into the panels. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, like, there's some very cool opportunities you could do that with like a Punisher Venom. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. right. And the, war, the War Zones is a perfect opportunity to have different quote-unquote ragtag teams, if you will, if they go that way. Oh, yeah. yeah, just like the, right. uh, it was the Tales from the Spider-Verse, I believe, was another anthology. Right, oh, so right, like, yeah. like the main ragtag team, the one that does the most significant thing is obviously going to be Eddie and Deadpool. And Venom, some, you know, yeah. And like Flash. Wolverine, Wolverine, Flash. Yeah. Black Panther, as we've seen. Oh, yeah, Flash would totally be in it, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's hope. And, yeah, but let's like, hope. <laughs> if if uh, if he's not, then like this would be a perfect opportunity to have a different ragtag team with, you know, Punisher, Venom twenty ninety nine, uh, you know, and then Agent Venom and Punisher would be an awesome comic book. Oh yeah, two gun wielding yeah. dudes cool. just fighting off poisons like zombies, you know. Uh, and and then they could do another team with Mania and She Venom and Mayhem, like a girls' night out kind of story. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> There, there's a lot of good opportunities for them to take here, whether they will or not. I don't know, uh, but I'm happy either way. I'm happy with like a Punisher one, you know, even if it's just him. I think that'll be interesting. You know who I'd like to see in in this anthology book is to see Chris Russo return with Mini Marvel's Venom. If anyone's <laughs> read Mini Marvel's Venom, uh, the, oh, the the battle yeah. between Spider-Man and Venom for for the Paperboy position. Ah, oh, that was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta say, so even though I'm super hyped about this event, I will say my one big complaint is that it is a Venomverse, not a Symbioteverse. And I, I think a Symbioteverse would have made sense, especially with how they're describing the poisons. It would have made sense to throw in some Carnage, Anti-Venom, Scorn, Toxin. Like, give me alternate universe of, of a bunch of different Symbiotes. So, I mean, yeah. hopefully we see... We, they, some of them get like some side stories, at least background appearances in some of the anthology t- uh, titles, just like like we talked about with the Carnage Gwen, like for the poison. And so I, I'd like to see some here and there. And it is disappointing it's that just we way too much, it. man. It's just way too know, much. Got to stay with Venom. Just stay with Venom. Maybe later we'll get a battle royale story with you know every symbiote in the main Marvel universe. Let's just fight it out. See who's the best. And of course, it'll be Eddie because that's what this whole Venomverse is about. Yeah, why he's the best at what he does. I am anxious to see where that goes. Why he's the best, and why they want him to lead this ragtag group of Venoms across the if he's leading like the universe. Like they have all these guys. They have Wolverine. They have Rocket Raccoon. A giant T Rex. They have a zombie Venom. Why Eddie? This normal guy, you know, who's just in this random. Like, random universe. Like, why pick him over all these super-powered, you know, symbiote hosts? Yeah. Why Eddie? Yeah, OG, yeah. And why is he the best? That's that's the question I want to know. All right. I think that's a good place to put a pin in that. And uh, before we close out our discussions for the episode, we got to give Aaron his piece about oh, yes. recent developments in the Spider-Gwen comic series. So why don't you tell us what's got you bouncing off the walls, Aaron? Well, Spider-Gwen has been a popular thing since uh, Edge of Spider-Verse, which was a few years ago. Uh, 
I want to say three or four years ago, and she's really you know been popular as a character, and she has she's had three series already, and this series right now I believe is on issue twenty, and uh, you know uh, now since she started, folks have been asking where's Venom, where's Venom, where is her version of Venom, and um, the first time we saw anything with her and Venom was a Guardians of Nowhere from Secret Wars variant. It was a Gwenom variant. And that also started Gwenpool, and it started all these other, you know, you know, Gwen-centric items. So it started Gwenpool, and it also had you know, uh, this this variant of Gwenom. Then after that, uh, recently we've had a uh, Venomized variant that had Gwenom on it. And but uh, up until last month, they finally started the Venom story arc. So now we have this new character called Elsa Brock. Who's the who's her version of, of of Eddie Brock, of course, and she creates this venom that will that will cure Harry Osborn of his lizard infection. Um, so that so they're finally going to start Venom, which I'm excited about, and I'm pretty excited that she's called Elsa Brock because uh, ever since Frozen came out, I've uh, quote <laughs> ironically in quote have a uh, have. Have shipped uh, Eddie Brock and Elsa as a couple, so seeing uh, a character named Elsa Brock actually become real is is a pretty big deal for me, honestly. But I'm just happy that that she's a real character, and uh, Spider Gwen is finally starting all this Venom story arc, and see if if Elsa will actually be uh, be Venom in that story. Yeah, it's so- or just or like or they just stay. Well, here's. Yeah, so like here's so what you many. guys want. Here's Gwenom, but then what do they do after that? Like, is Elsa going to be Venom? Or are they just going to start or just going to stop with Gwenom? Like, like what are they going to do with that? So yeah. hopefully, Elsa is a character after that because I, I like Elsa Brock so far. So so many people who are listening to this will never know the dark yes, days it's a, it, of, of it's an Aaron. end joke. It's a very much of an end joke. Yeah, if you were around. Following 2013 Aaron, up 2013, till now. Oh man, he was all about that Elsa and Frozen. Dude, dude I, I saw Frozen in the movie theater and I loved every second of it. And it changed <laughs> your life. Yeah, yeah. He's yet to let it, it go. Changed my life. Elsa changed my life just like Venom changed my life. It, it was a religious experience. So actually, seeing a character named Elsa Brock, I was like, "Are you serious? You memed it. To Did life. they actually do this? Yeah." Memed it to life, as I said. I, I made it happen. Some I made it happen call. just as I made Eddie Brock back as Venom happened. Yeah, All some, of this is because of me. Yep. Some some might call it an unhealthy obsession, but <laughs> unhealthy obsession. Yes, just like with Venom. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Very unhealthy, but it happened nonetheless, and I am pleased. <laughs> and I am and I'm hoping Elsa Brock can continues to be something. Maybe if she'll be Venom, she'll be in the next. Venom verse series, <laughs> the next pop one. Up in here. Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Venom verse two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, please. Yeah. All right, I think that's about time to wrap things up for our two-part podcast extravaganza. There is so much more that we want to discuss about Venom, like Venom movie news. There's a lot of Venom movie news that's come out recently. Very exciting stuff. But we'll get to that stuff in our next episode or episode after that. Um, which should be coming sooner than maybe August or so, maybe. Uh, for now, we'll put a pin on that. Uh, I don't know if 
I forgot to say the line at the beginning of the podcast, but uh, we have a special announcement to make. In our next episode, episode 5 of We Are Venomaniacs, we'll be joined by special guests Colin Bunn and Declan Shalvey, who will Woo-hoo! talk about their upcoming nice. work with Venomverse, among other things. Additionally, you, the Venomaniac community, will get a chance to submit a question to ask either of our guests. Or you could just submit a comment to, about how cool they are or how happy we're all about their returning to our corner of the Marvel Universe. So keep an eye on TheVenomSite.com or on the Venomsite's subreddit, r slash TheVenomSite, for details about how you can submit your question or comment. Then you can look forward to episode 5 sometime in late July, or, or late June or early July, sometime then. But anyways, thank you very much, Carlos, John, Tyler, and Aaron, for joining me today. And thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs.